It's the Bomber Brothers Podcast with Ryan and Sean Chichester. Swung on and driven to deep left. Toward the line, she is gone. Aaron Judge lined one right down the line. Swung on and lined to right center field. It is a base hit. Grounding third, scoring kind of from left off. And the Yankees win the ball game with two in the bottom of the ninth. Hit in the air to left center. It is high. It is far. It is gone. It's a grand slam. Oh, a Stantonian home run. Talking all things Yankees baseball. And the bad, I would say, is Chapman. I mean, I know it's one bad start, but you come in in a you come in in a blowout, which is a, the exact kind of situation Boone wanted to ease Chapman back in. So this is an optimal spot. It comes right away. He had just been activated the day before, and you walk three straight batters. He, at, and that came with him already having a base on balls per nine innings of over six this season. Like that, that is absurd. It was, it was already near six last year. So this is just the continuation of a trend that the Yankees can't, can't afford to have. I mean, we, before he came back and Holmes was doing what he's been doing, everyone was clamoring, you know, Holmes needs to be the closer. And that's absolutely true. But I think it should be even taking a step further. I don't want to see Chapman in the seventh or eighth. Like (laughs) he just gives me way too much anxiety. He has no control of the zone. And I don't want to overreact because it was his first appearance since May 22nd, but that's also a lot. That's also looked a lot like the appearances he had before May 22nd. So I don't think it's necessarily an overreaction. I think it's kind of like a, here we go again. Nothing much seems to have changed here. How how excited will you be to watch the team next year with no Gallo and no no Chapman most likely that that, that to me yeah. is just major upgrade. I wish we could get rid of. Uh, I know he had a couple of hits this series, but I wish we could get rid of Donaldson too while we're while we're going through that. But oh, did yeah. he have a couple of hits or he just had the one? No, he had a, he had a couple of hits. He had I think he had a double on Saturday and then he had a hit. He had a hit today because he he had the one hit. That's right. Yeah, and then he he, you know. I'm I'm a terrible baseball player, and I do this too. When you get out in a big spot, you throw a temper tantrum, just like he did, cursing and everything. <laughs> like, bro, you've gotten two hits in the last like three weeks. Relax, like you know. Yeah, uh, we're not huge fans of of him on this pod. I think we've established, but I, yeah, but I think get, getting Gallo and, and Chapman off the roster for, for a one year thing is going to be great for the team that's dominating baseball right now. It's the the. It's it's you know it's our biggest problem is is you know the the number nine hitter and the cl- and the reliever we haven't seen in weeks so yeah hey we need we right. need to find some stuff to nitpick when you have a thirteen and a half game lead in, in the in the division and you're on pace for one hundred and eighteen wins whatever it is something absurd but but yeah I, I think that's I think those are both very justified nitpicks Gallo has been terrible since the trade did very little this series to inspire any hope. I mean, I think it's clearly been even bleeding into his defense a little bit where he typically was very strong, at least in, in Texas, but, and then he plays in right field. And every time he does, he's like, yeah, this is, this is home to me. This is where I'm used to playing. And I don't know, I didn't, didn't seem too comfortable out there and clearly doesn't seem comfortable at the plate. And then you, you mentioned Andujar one for five looks a little deceiving because he roped, a few line drives in that game too. I mean, I think one was counted for an error that was ripped right off. I mean, it was hit so hard. It went off the, went off the glove and into the outfield. And then he had a line out. So he had a, a bunch of hard hits and I don't know. I, I just, I feel for the guy. He gets called up to be the 27th man in the doubleheader, hits three hard hit balls, 
right back has to field a couple questions about his trade request and then goes right back right right back to Scranton. Completely justified in the trade request. And I think he makes so much sense because he can play left field. Then you can put Judge back in right or Stanton, who's ever there, and play Hicks in center. And Judge isn't getting as much wear and tear. You have a guy in left field who's serviceable. I think I think Andujar's looked better in left than Gallo. I'm not going to say I'm not saying he's a better outfielder overall, but I think in left field at least he looks more comfortable than 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 Gallo. And you got it. You got to stick out there. I, look, having Andujar and Carpenter's bats in the lineup to me is much more exciting than than what they're throwing out now in in, in Gallo. But uh, I, I don't know if there's a way that they can make that work. I also feel like there's a tendency among baseball people just not to want to cut bait for a guy they acquire, like, or that they have too much time invested in. If Gallo, if Gallo was his second year in the league, he'd be in the minors now. And the Yankees should just honestly just DFA him at this point. Like what, what, what are, what is going to happen? Like there there's, we've been doing this for a year now. It's not, if, if you're not going to sit him down and try to tweak his swing, what are you doing? Yeah, it's not I, like a small sample. I think I think we'd be headed for a trade, is what I would say. I I mean, you could say the Yankees have been holding on to him for trade too for long, what George Costanza. I mean, maybe. I mean, look, look, they. I mean, they acquired Sonny Gray and then wound up trading him for not not all that much. So mm. that's. I mean, they they've shown or Cashman has shown that he's willing to part with a seemingly big time acquisition that just didn't pan out in New York. So I, I can see them trading Gallo and yeah, probably not get much back in return unless they trade him to the pirates, then they'll probably get some no name prospect and he'll turn into an all-star. So hopefully That's, he goes yeah. to Pittsburgh, <laughs> leave him there this after this weekend and yeah, just bring him or leave, leave him and uh, Chapman. You can't trade, right? Cause he's a 10, five guy, I think, but uh yeah, him we might have to watch. Hopefully not in the playoffs because that would be a heart attack. I would say leave Chapman and Gallo in Pittsburgh and pick up just find the reliever, take him, and then that's that's it. You got your next big reliever. But uh, in all seriousness, I, I did take a lot of positives. I think today was a you, you want the this team doesn't have a problem sweeping teams. We've had we've had so many podcast episodes where I have to look for the broom emoji. It's like getting lame. Like they've had so many sweeps since we started this podcast up. Uh, it's not a problem, but hey, they're up 2-0 after a doubleheader. You got to rest some guys. I'm not frustrated with how the series ends with a 2 nothing loss. Would have been nice to get the win short, but um, you know, I, I actually, I, I want to just say right up front, I want to give the belt to Nestor because I thought it was huge for him after the way he had been pitching to put that up. So I would say I would, I would give him the belt from this series. And that's what I, like you said, that's what I'm taking away is uh, Nestor looks like he got his mojo back a little bit. And it was even more impressive after giving up the home run in the first inning. Cause you're like, he's probably thinking here I go again, but no, he's got that Nestor confidence. He's got the stash. He's good to go. Uh, yeah. I think that's fair. I think he could have made the argument for Carpenter too, just because of how mm-hmm. cool, uh, cool Saturday was, but no, given what, given the, you know, it's, it's silly to, it's silly sounding to say it in early July when they have a 13 game lead, but it did seem like a really important start for Nestor just to kind of break that trend of getting burnt by the deep ball after such a dominant start to his season. And, and he showed you that he can still mow down a lineup and, you know, have that pinpoint control and ZRA is still in, in the low two. So yeah, I, I think that's, I think that's a solid pick to go to go for the belt in, in Nestor. And another another uh, positive, encouraging thing I saw was Glaber Torres going three for four yesterday. Get him get him going. I know he had been battling. The, he had like the 
what was it, a wrist, a little wrist issue. And, and then, he turned his ankle in that game. Yeah, when he got on the pickoff. So, so yeah, that was that was another good sign. Nice to see Trevino go deep. Like, yeah, I know it was against a, a position player, but whatever. Maybe just seeing the ball leave the park, get, get him going again a little bit because he has been struggling in the last 12 games. It was like a OPS below 500 or so, something really bad, but... But yeah, all all good all good signs in in Yankee Land, and maybe maybe some kind of uh, we can get some kind of mind control situation in Pittsburgh and have them trade Brian Reynolds for Joey Gallo. I'd be into that. Yeah, I, I don't know. You're gonna need a gonna need a lot of mind control to do that. Well, the Yankees can afford it. <laughs> 